0: Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hello, thanks for joining me again this week on Healing at the Speed of Light. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree and today we're taking a break from some of the research we've talked about in the recent past on pain and health conditions to talk about something that is maybe not as critical or life-threatening as some of the things we've talked about before but something that is quite important and that is stimulating hair growth Uh, most people as they age are going to go through thinning hair hair loss and pattern baldness and that can have a pretty significant effect on your mental health and the way that you view yourself now, if you've been on Facebook or Instagram or any social media really, you've probably seen the ads for all kinds of different solutions for hair loss. Things like uh, supplements and and little devices you can use, and maybe even low-level laser therapy or LED caps, devices that you can wear that deliver red and potentially infrared light to the scalp with the idea that you can generate more hair growth. And Maybe you've seen that and thought, nah. But, you know what? We're going to go through some research today that talks specifically about using red light on the scalp to stimulate more hair growth. Now, this is a very new study. This was just published in May of 2020, so it's not quite a year old. And the study's title is Low-Level Light Therapy Using a Helmet-Type Device for the Treatment of Androgenetic Alopecia. Androgenetic alopecia, which is also known as male pattern hair loss, and female pattern hair loss is really your most common form of hair loss that is aging related. It's very, very difficult to deal with as far as what you can do to prevent it. There are some medications that you can use, but really, hair transplantation is the only curative therapy, as they say in this study. The study does go on to say that there are side effects from these medications. Sometimes people are not as responsive to therapies, and so they talk about using light therapy as a way to stimulate more hair growth. Now, if you think that sounds kind of crazy, then I want to take you back to the very beginning of laser therapy. Back in 1967, lasers were brand new. People didn't know what they could do or what they might not do. And so there were all kinds of tests being done. And Dr. Andre Messer, was, who was a Hungarian physicist and surgeon, he was conducting research on cancer and laser, way back in 67. And so he had a whole bunch of mice that had tumors that had been stimulated to grow on these mice. And what he was doing is he was applying laser to some of those tumors with the goal of seeing, okay, does this help the tumors reduce? Does it help them shrink? Or does it actually make them grow faster? What does it do? We had no idea at that point what laser light might do. And so he was using a red laser on the tumors on these mice. But, he was shaving the mice to make sure that he could get right onto the skin. And what he noticed was that there was no change at all in the tumors, they didn't get bigger any faster, they didn't get any better, but the hair grew back faster. That was the first documented evidence we had that lasers could be used to stimulate the tissues. And from that point, all the additional research that we now have has started. So really, hair growth was some of the first evidence we had that laser could biostimulate the cells, the tissues. And since then, there's been over 4,000 studies performed on all kinds of things, not just hair growth, but also painful conditions like headaches and osteoarthritis, and inflammatory conditions like rheumatoid arthritis. All kinds of things. If you want to know more about the research, just go back to any of the episodes we've done here on the podcast. We've covered a lot of really good research, even covering things like neuropathy pain. And I'm a believer in research. If you don't have research to back up what you are saying, you might as well not be saying it. You need to have some kind of evidence that what you're talking about works, and that's what we're talking about today. Evidence that light therapy can stimulate hair growth. Let me just give you a quote straight from this study that we're talking about today. Again, the the title of the study is Low-Level Light Therapy Using a Helmet-Type Device for the Treatment of Androgenetic Alopecia. This was a 16-week, multi-center, randomized, double-blind, sham device-controlled trial, which is pretty much gold standard with what we want to look for in the research. That means there was a fake Laser device. There was the real laser device. Nobody knew what they were getting. Even the doctors doing it didn't know what the patient was getting. And it was done in multiple locations over a four month period. That's a very strong study. So, why were they doing it? Well, they say that laser therapy is a non thermal light therapy method that has a photobiomodulatory effect, meaning that light modulates the biology of the tissues in a positive way. The study says. It has recently been used to promote wound healing, as well as for its anti-inflammatory properties, photorejuvenation, and photoprophylaxis, and as a treatment for various dermatologic disorders. They say laser therapy was approved for hair loss treatment by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in 2007. So, this isn't just some off-the-cuff, random, witchcraftery <laughs> light therapy thing. This is FDA-cleared, in some cases, for hair restoration. And again, a non-thermal light therapy. We're not talking about laser surgery here. This is gently stimulating the tissues of the scalp so that they produce better hair growth. Now in this study, they had a group that wore a fake light therapy helmet, and they had a group that wore a real light therapy helmet. They used a visible red mixture of laser and LEDs. Then the participants in the study uh, used this helmet for 25 minutes every other day. And in the experimental group, the group that got the real light therapy helmet, they had great improvements in hair density And thickness. And the thickness of individual hairs is actually really important because as your hair is thinning and you're going to bald, you don't just go straight to being bald. The hairs get thinner, more delicate. They break easier. They are actually transitioning to a different hair type. And so one of the markers that we want to look at for hair health is how thick that hair actually is. When you see hair thickness increasing on average, that means the hairs are healthier. And when you have better hair density, that means there's more hairs per square inch on the scalp. So both of those things mean better hair restoration, hair growth. Now, what about the participants who had the fake laser helmet that didn't actually get any of the light? Well, they didn't have any improved density. They didn't have any improvement in their Hair thickness either. Actually, they had a significant reduction in how thick the hairs were, and the the researchers say this indicates that alopecia was progressing in the control group without treatment, and that laser therapy was preventing participants' hair from changing to velous hair. That's that change. As you go from healthy hair towards balding, the hairs get thinner and they go more towards a different type of vellus hair type. There's a couple of graphs, there's some pictures in this particular study that are very convincing. It's very clear that these folks had better hair quality, better hair density. But here's something that I thought was really interesting. They go on to say that they were rating the participants' satisfaction level with their hair. And, I mean, if you had better hair density and hair thickness, you'd probably have a higher satisfaction with your, your hair quality, right? But the researchers say that there was no significant difference in the subjective satisfaction between the treatment group and the sham group. So even though the folks who got the actual laser and had better hair density and better hair thickness, really, if essentially they had significantly better hair quality, really weren't any more satisfied with the results than the folks who didn't even get the treatment, who got the sham treatment. Now, when I read this, I thought, oh, I've seen this before. I've seen this in some folks that we get their pain levels down significantly, and they still say, oh, I don't feel any better at all. Really, this oftentimes comes down to expectations. And that's exactly what the researchers say, too. They say this could have been from differences in personal expectations regarding the treatment of alopecia and the limitations of their survey. And, you know, even seeing the difference sometimes is just not enough for people so when you're talking about restoring good hair growth what should you be looking at to make sure that you're properly and fairly evaluating this well look at the density of hairs how many you have per square inch and the feeling of the hair between your fingers the hair loss that you have too how much hair are you losing those are things to look at. Not just that first glance. What do I see when I look in the mirror? Do I like it or not? No, I don't like it. Don't decide that it's not any better. Really evaluate. Fairly evaluate. Take some pictures so that you can really come back and see. Remember, this is a process that was not overnight. These researchers did this for four months to see this kind of improvement. If you're going to be going about a hair restoration program, be fair to yourself. Evaluate it. Fairly. don't just look in the mirror and decide whether or not you like what you see now these researchers used only visible red laser light and LEDs there's also evidence that infrared light can be very beneficial that even somewhat ablative treatments using farther infrared lasers can help with stimulating better hair growth and there's a lot out there about this this is just one little sample to say yes light therapy actually can work Now, if you have questions about this, please shoot me an email. There's a number of different devices out there that you can do for home use. There are some clinics that do this uh, hair restoration treatment as well. If you're looking to try and find someone near you, you can hit us up uh, via email. That is info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. You can go to the website. There's a contact form for us on there as well. If we can help you find out what you should be doing for your hair loss, we'd be very happy to hear from you. Do you have a topic you'd like us to speak on for this podcast? Have you heard that light therapy or lasers can be used for something and you want to know if that's even possible? You want us to dig through the research for you? We'll do the homework. We'll launch an episode on your request. Again, you can go to the website and let us know there what topic you'd like us to speak on, lasertherapyinstitute.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, let me ask you to do a quick favor. Scroll down to the bottom if you're on your iPhone, leave us a review. Every review you leave helps other people find out more about laser therapy. And again, thanks for joining me this week. See you next time. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.